attention to them. Even the name of that country is in the Bible. They became so broke that they have to stop their citizens from withdrawing their own money from their own accounts. Now, so they, they, they told them you cannot withdraw more than this amount. And you, maybe you can only withdraw once a month or something like that. So how did I get to know about them? Because last month, so a woman who needed money to pay maybe for medical bills or something had to go and buy a gun and entered into the bank and uh, put it on the cashier's head that I want all my money. I'm not, I've not come to steal the bank's money. All my money. That's all. So she withdraw all her money from the bank. They arrested her. But the people in the country rioted. They left her because they, she has withdrawn her money. She needed money. Then a week later, another man did the same thing. That one too, carried gun to the bank. And um, to forcefully withdraw all his money. Then, two weeks again, another man carried a gun again. So the country, you can Google for what I'm saying. So the country, I will tell you the name of the country now. The country, the government had to decide that no, the bank should close down. So they are now trying to bring out new regulation because they realize that now that people have started bringing guns, it will now become something. The name of the country is Lebanon. Lebanon. You know Lebanon. Now, it's been around for some time. Now, you and I, is the price of bread we are still talking about, but you can withdraw your money, right? You can withdraw your money. So things are not as bad as we think. We are not the worst country in the world, not at all, all right? So there is something to be celebrated. There is something we can celebrate. So right now in this service, we are going to actually celebrate Nigeria within the next five minutes. The first thing we are going to do is to pray for Nigeria one more time, all right? Now, let me say this to you. I have one of the, as we begin to teach on the series of prayer, how to pray effectively, one of the things that makes prayer not to be answered is that when you come before God, don't talk problem too much. Talk solution. So you see someone talk about, Lord, why may come be like this? Why me, Lord? Why this thing, Lord? Oh, Lord, see, you will not get answer. Because that is not prayer you are praying. That is complaining. And the Bible did not say that God answers complaining. It says God answers prayer. Prayer is that the Bible said that whatever you desire. Desire, like I told you, is like a Yoruba word. In Koto, desire. You understand? Not, not, not what is the thing that is in the heart of your heart. That you have put in your, the, that is a burden in your heart. You understand? You are now pouring into God. Lord. So when you come before the Lord, you are talking solution, not problem. We all know, even a madman knows a problem when he sees one, but he does not know solution. So you tell God what you want. Lord, this is the thing I'm going through. This is what I want. You see, that is prayer. And you back it up with his word. Now, so the same thing, right? We all, you see, go on Twitter, on Facebook. Everybody talk about the problem of Nigeria. But nobody's talking about the solution of Nigeria. Now, whatever you curse cannot be blessed. Curses don't make a country great. It is blessing that makes a country great. So today, we are not talking about cursing Buhari or whatever. You cannot be cursing Buhari and expect him to be a better person. All right? You need to bless him. Even though you may not feel like it. That's what the word of the Lord says. So we are going to stand on our feet. And first and foremost, I say, Father, we thank you for Nigeria. 
thank you for how you have kept this country. Thank you for your mighty hand that has prevented civil wars. For your mighty hand that is keeping Nigeria together. We return all the glory back to you. Can we lift up our voice and say, Father, Father, we thank you for Nigeria. Thank you for, thank you for your mighty hand you that has kept Nigeria together. We return all the glory back to you. Can we go ahead and do that very quickly? As we thank the Lord for Nigeria. We thank you, Father God, for Nigeria. Thank you for your mighty hand. Thank you for your mighty hand. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you praise on behalf of Nigeria. We come to say thank you on behalf of Nigeria. We come to say thank you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that your mind for the past 62 years. You have kept this country together. You have, oh Lord, helped us to stand strong in the midst of every challenge. We weather the storm. We bless you for Nigeria. We return the glory back to you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Right now we are going to prophesy into the destiny of Nigeria. And this prayer is, I want you to declare the Nigeria of your dream. What do you long to see in Nigeria? So you are going to say, in the name of Jesus, I bless Nigeria. Nigeria, it shall be a country of stability. Nigeria shall be a country of peace. Nigeria shall be a country of, 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 of joy. It shall be a united. Whatever you long to see in the Nigeria of your dream. Can you turn it to God in prayer right now? And make that declaration. Nigeria, I declare over your destiny. You shall be a country of peace. You shall be a country of joy. You shall be a nation united under God. Oh, you shall be a country with great leaders. You shall be a country with excellent leaders. You shall be a country that is moving from glory to glory, from strength to strength. You shall be a country that is moving from power to power. Nigeria will remain great. Nigeria will not go down in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Father, we thank you for Nigeria today. And we declare over the destiny of Nigeria that Nigeria shall always be well with you. Amen. Nigeria will not be divided. Amen. Nigeria will remain a nation united under God. Amen. The agenda of the enemy over Nigeria will not prosper. Amen. Every conception of the wicked concerning this country shall not prosper. Amen. Nigeria will going to move from glory to glory, Amen. from grace to grace, Amen. from power to power, Amen. from strength to strength. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. we declare over you, Nigeria, it is well with you. Amen. So shall it be. Amen. In Jesus' name we are praying. Somebody fire rise that amen. amen. Hallelujah. We are going to be taking the national anthem of Nigeria right now as we celebrate our country. So I want everybody to just take a, a good position. No movement around at this point in time. Okay. And um, let's honor our country one more time. Arise, oh compatriot. Nigerians call obey. One, two, go.
to be faithful, loyal, and honest, to serve Nigeria with all my Hallelujah. Put your hands together. You may please be seated. God bless you. Welcome to the month of October. Um, where it's also a Thanksgiving Sunday. So by the time I finish preaching, by the grace of God, we'll have some few minutes to celebrate. Now, usually today I should be teaching on something on the subject of gratitude. But because we're starting our fasting and prayer tomorrow, right? So I will not be teaching on that, but rather I will teach on um, something that will prepare us for the season of fasting and prayer. Sister Precious, it's good to see you. I've been looking for you. I'm sure the Nigerian embassy in UK will have told you that I've been looking for you. It's nice to see your face again. Okay. So make sure you see me before you go after service, please. All right. So Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3. Isaiah chapter 40, verses 3. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. The transformation that the Bible just mentioned here. Mounting up with wings as eagle. Running and not be weary. Walking and not faint. Is a product that took place as a result of waiting upon the Lord. The Hebrew word for waiting here have several meanings and one of the meaning is to fast to fast fasting is a period in your life you have chosen or a season in your life you have chosen to wait upon the lord it is a season of waiting upon the lord and the bible says you see when you wait upon the lord then in the place of fasting and prayer, then look at what it says. He said, you shall mount up with wings as eagle. In other words, naturally, you cannot mount up with wings as eagle, but you are going to give birth to a new level of results in your life. So, beloved, I want to submit to you this morning, if you desire a new level of results, if you desire turnaround, you cannot but have a season or a period where you must decide to wait upon the Lord. Say with me, I will wait upon the Lord. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 16, Jesus said, when you fast. So in other words, God expects you to fast. Fasting is one of the things that God expects from us. So when you fast. So you cannot say you don't have a season of fasting in your life. When you fast, in this church we fast every Tuesday. When you fast, when you fast, then he gave a guideline for fasting. So if there is a guideline for fasting, it's because God expects you and I to have seasons in our life where we wait upon him in the place of fasting and prayer. Are you with me, people of God? So fasting is not negotiable. It's something you must do. And like someone said, said, 
when you fast, you become faster. When you fast, you become faster. In other words, you gain speed. You mount up with wings as eagle. When you fast, you become faster. <laughs> now, amazingly, in the book of Ephesians, when the Bible spoke about the armor of God, you will realize that in the entire armor, prayer was not there. Because you see, prayer is a catalyst. I shared with you the other time that it is not the words you speak in prayer that God answers. It is what is backing the words that propels answer. So you see, for instance, someone comes before the Lord and just say, Oh Lord, I need money. Oh Lord, I need money. Provide for me, Lord. Provide for me, Lord. Provide for me, Lord. Even your radio can say that. Even your computer can recite that. So it is not the words that we speak in the place of prayer that breaks answer. It is what backs the word that gives your prayer legitimacy before God. So I, 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 if I give you two paper, one is the Nigerian Naira note, but the other one is the, maybe the other one, you remember when I did that example, the other one, I just wrote 1,000 Naira on the paper and I give it to you. You will honor the other one that has the Nigerian stamp on it because it is backed by the Central Bank of Nigeria. My paper, if the government says today that this becomes official tender and they stamp it and the reserve of our country, Central Bank knows that they will accept it. That paper ceased to be valueless. The value starts. Do you agree with me? So you see, that words alone is like writing something on a paper. Words alone is not what counts before God. Words alone don't matter before God. It is what is backing your words that gives it value before God. So in Ephesians chapter 6, all, some of the things, virtually all the things that were mentioned, there are things that should back up your prayer. The shield of faith. The blessed plate of righteousness. It talks about the element of salvation. And every one of those weapons are supposed to back up your prayer. So for instance, somebody is praying. It talks about even the word of God as a weapon. Said The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So you spend one hour praying, but without standing on one Bible passage. The hardest work in the place of prayer is not talking. is to go and look for the scripture that backs up what you are praying for. Most people know how to talk before God, but most people do not know how to back their prayer up for validity. But I've been praying. If you ask them, so which scripture are you standing on? Some of them don't know. If truly you have been praying, the scripture you are standing on, if they wake you up in the middle of the night, how many scriptures do you know about prosperity? You will quote it offhand. Why? It tells me that you are truly praying. You cannot be praying and not have scriptural reference. No. So get to the place where you do the hard work of soaking in the word to back up your prayer. There, no lawyer wins a case in court by crying. 
The best lawyers don't win case in court by crying. Have you seen the oh, your judge, your honor, your honor, ah, oh, your honor, you must give me this judgment. Oh, your honor, oh, my family, oh, your honor. And some of us, do you know what we do? You then say, your honor, God, if I wait me, oh, your honor, oh, what are the good lawyers that we have in time pass? Who that we can remember? They will mention all the other lawyers. Your honor, you are the chief judge of Nigeria. Your honor, you went to the law school of so and so. You graduated in 1984. Your honor, you, you finished from Munsuka. Your honor. Is that not what we do sometimes? This is what we do. We think that sometimes when we call all the names of God from Genesis to Revelation, answer will come. There is no way in the Bible that God said, when you call all my name, I will give you answer. But rather he said, bring me into remembrance of my word and I will answer you. He said, let us argue together. Bring my word into my remembrance. Is it wrong to quote all the names of God? It's not wrong. It's God celebrating God. By the time you tell the judge, you finish from Musuka, he said, yes. Uh, you are the chief of, chief of Nigeria. He said, yes. Uh, you have two children. He said, yes. You gave Gadifawa and me judgment. He said, yes. Now, he wants to hear what do you want. But when you say, you know, in 1995, Unjoku versus Nigeria, in the case of XYZ, the judge ruled that this and this, and in the constitution of Nigeria, in the this one, this one, subsection this or this, this is what the court says, uh, your honor, even in your own court, in 1995, when Charles Kugo and this one came and brought a similar case, you ruled like this. So, your honor, in this case, this is what the judgment must be. Now you are talking. I said, now you are what? Talking. Is somebody with me? Let us become a people who knows how to pray. To birth answers. Now, one of the things that gives prayer legitimacy is fasting. That is why Jesus said, when you fast, shortly after he taught on prayer, then he taught on fasting. When you fast, don't be like the hypocrites. He gave a guideline on fasting. The question is, are you a fasting Christian? Somebody with me today? Now let's quickly look at some fundamental principles of fasting and prayer. Now you see, I didn't say fasting alone. I said fasting and prayer because fasting itself does not stand alone. Fasting couples with prayer. So if you are fasting, you are not praying. You are still not doing the right thing. Fasting does not stand alone. Fasting must be coupled with what? Prayer. Fasting. Number one. Fasting and prayer is the gateway to accelerated breakthrough. Fasting and prayer is the gateway to accelerated breakthrough. What is a breakthrough? A breakthrough is a sudden and important advancement. A breakthrough is a sudden and important and advancement. In other words, you are moving forward. A push forward. That's a breakthrough. So when you see the word breakthrough, it's not just a religious word. Breakthrough is not a Christian word. There is breakthrough in the field of medicine. There was a time that malaria was killing people and we had breakthrough in science. There was a time that there was no COVID-19 vaccination and they broke through with the vaccination of COVID. So there is breakthrough in the place of medicine. There is a breakthrough, financial breakthrough. There are different kinds of breakthrough. But it's an advancement. Even in the military term, when you say you are broken through the enemy line, that means you have advanced beyond the enemy point. Is somebody with me? The opposite of breakthrough is setback. The opposite of breakthrough is setback. Now, 
what fasting and prayer does it speeds up breakthrough and throughout the bible anytime people want speed anytime they want to move forward with speed anytime people want a sudden and important push forward you will see that throughout the bible they declare fast they declare fast whenever they want a breakthrough they want to move forward they want something to happen they declare a fast they declare a fast because fasting and prayer always i use the word always guarantees accelerated breakthrough if you do it according to the word of god psalm 77 verse 2 says in the day of my trouble so god never said trouble will not come god never said trouble will not come the day you don't you don't see trouble in your life is because you are even now useless to the devil when there is a season in your life, no trouble, nothing to contend with. It's even because the devil sees you as a useless subject. If Ronaldo is on the field of play and nobody is attacking him, it means that there is a problem with him. If I am on the field of play and Messi is on that same field of play, if you are the coach, who will you attach more player to? Messi. Me, Pastor John, you will not attach more player to me. Are you serious? Because why? You realize I'm not fit enough. I'm not as important. So the higher you go, the more it's like you see more challenge. Not because you are a bad person. It's because now the enemy is taking note of your relevance in the realm of the spirit. Is somebody with me? So he said, in the day of my trouble, what will I do? I sought the Lord. You then realize that breakthrough do not answer to coincidence breakthrough is something you provoke to happen you have to make a decision to seek god breakthrough do not happen by accident you have to decide to set yourself aside to seek god before a breakthrough can happen this season i see your own breakthrough happening One thing I want you to know this morning is that with every mountaintop, there is a valley. Like I shared in the first service. With every mountaintop, there is a valley. So the day you get to the mountaintop, you, what you begin to see is a valley. So in other words, there will, there will always be seasons, there will, not, there will always be seasons in your life where you have something to contend with, even when you reach the peak of the mountain. To remain relevant, you have to contend with something. Every, for with every victory, there is a test. And after something good happens, there is a downside that you also see. Having to realize that sometimes you just had a sudden achievement, something to celebrate, then it will be all of a sudden that something else is happening. Because you see, with every mountain, there is a valley. Because why God must always be God and man must remain man. We should never have a season when we are not depending on God. Is somebody with me? You know, there are people in Orilla Agege they are not talking about. Recently, when you go on Twitter, sometimes, which I do sometimes, you will see now that the people that are trending every time now, you will see Peter will be trending. You see that um, article is trending. You see that um, the politicians are the one trending. Tinobu is trending. I even saw recently that they declared Tinobu missing. Very funny. Very funny. They say he's missing. Now, listen, no. With all that challenge you are saying, there, was a, there are people they are not mentioning their name. Why? They are not relevant in the scheme of things in Nigeria. 
There are politicians whose name we don't even know today. Because they are not relevant in the scheme of things. So you may laugh at them. You may say whatever you want to say. But it takes relevance to get to that point. Now, do you know what happened? The moment they decided, they did, the parties chose all of them. That Peter Obi, you are the presidential candidate for uh, Labour Party. Atiku, you are for PDP. Tinobu, you are for APC. From that day, what did you begin to see happening in their life? They began to go and look for something to just to throw on them. Primary school certificate that does not matter. This one, everybody is looking for something to just decide to use to pull them down. Why? They have become relevant. When they were not relevant, nobody was talking to them. Nobody was talking about them. Is somebody with me? So, I want you to relax. These Egyptians you see today, you will see it no more. I said what? Relax. The Egyptians you see today, you will what? See it no more. Lord, why me? It's because we are not relevant. And God is still God. Is somebody with me? First Chronicles chapter 14 verse 8 says, And when the Philistines, Amplified Bible, And when the Philistines heard that David was anointed king over Israel, when they heard that David was anointed king over Israel, all went to seek David. Why? And he heard of it and went out before them. Now the Philistines had come and made a raid in the valley of Rephim. They want to kill David. The day they heard that David had become king, that day, that day, they said, we are going to kill him. Whatever is after your life will never succeed in the name of Jesus. But what did David do? See, I'm talking about advancement, importance advancement. And you see, I'm also telling you that regardless of the challenge, season of challenges in your life, season of problem and trouble is not meant for your downfall. It only means another season of breakthrough has come. See every challenge as a season of breakthrough. See it as a season of promotion. And you accelerate that breakthrough and promotion to the power of fasting and prayer. So what did David do? When he heard it, then verse 10 says, David asked God, shall I go up against the Philistines? This is where a lot of us make mistakes. This is where we make mistakes. Remember that David had killed Goliath from the same Philistine. He had killed their leader. Remember that David had fought wars against these people. But he did not rely on his experience or his expertise. He decided to pray before going into the battle. The mistake most of us make is that we start the battle before we pray. We don't pray before we start the battle. Is somebody with me? Yes, you can clap for Jesus. So some things that are happening in our lives today is because we entered the battle. Then when things go bad, when the doctors have said this, when the lawyers said that, when things are there, we then come back to God. No, God says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be what? Added to you. Most people don't pray before going out. 
Then when they see accident, you start seeing them, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Why? The Jesus you didn't call before you left your house. You are now calling him. So if not for that accident that day, he would not have called Jesus. The reason why he's calling Jesus now is because he has seen something bigger than when he was eating suya. He did not even pray. He has finished the Is somebody with me? So David did not rely on his own skill or expertise. He prayed before he even lifted the oath, the first sword in battle. The question is, even as we are here in church today, did you pray before entering church? Let me say this. The church is a place we encounter God. If you come to church, you don't, re you don't receive your word. Check your preparation for that service. One of the problems where sometimes the church becomes so dry is because we come to fulfill what I call a religious requirement that says we must all have a place of worship on a Sunday, not a place of encounter. There is a difference between attending church for religious purpose and there is a and attending church for an encounter. If truly you are believing for an encounter, sometimes you will have even start praying from Saturday. Lord, tomorrow Saturday, what are you going to have for me? What do you have for me? What will you have for me? As you are coming to church, you are going to say, Lord, what is the word that you are going to have for me? What is the word that you are going to have for me? What is the word that you are going to have for me? You know, when I said that, Thank God um, one of our sisters is here today, uh, Mommy P. You know, even I had forgotten, but she kept reminding me. Now, one day she was in the service here. Now, you remember that day? I said, overnight she had cried. She had cried and cried. She was going through a major terrible time in her life. She had cried and cried and cried. Then she prayed unto God. I forgot. You said you said something before you came to church that day, right? I've even forgotten what it was. Then she came to church and sat down that day. Said, and as I was, was preaching, even me, when I, whenever she tells me that, I said, so I told you to do that. Because natural things are things that you cannot just do. It's not drama we do in church. Said, and said, Pastor said, I called her up and I told her, I think to run. What, now, give her the mic. What letter you to do that? Day? Can I have a mic? Can I have the mic, please? What, what did I tell you to do that day? I forgot it. What did I tell you? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So what the did I Lord is good. So what happened? All the time. That particular day, I was going through a kind of a very serious trouble. Not even in the financial sense. It was so very, very terrible. So on that particular Sunday morning, I carried the, the, the sorrow till that Sunday morning. So I was supposed to come to church. I did not. So I sat my daughter down. I was discussing the the list of the problems, I, I, I enumerate them one by one. And I find myself, I was sitting down in my sitting room, I was, I was crying. My daughter too was crying. So every other person in my family had come to church. So later I realized that, anyway, go to church. But my mind was telling me that I should not come. That upon, if you go to church now, they will tell you God is real, God is that, the usual thing. Mm. But when you get back home, the problem will be waiting for you. I didn't want to come. But later I decided to come very, very late. It was around 11 to 11 that I got to church. 
So I sat down there in this particular room. So I bowed down my head. I was weeping. All my cloth was wet. I didn't even hear what the pastor was saying. I didn't listen to him because I've decided within my heart that I'm not going to listen. Just go. So as I sat down there, I pick a song. It was daddy, it was the daddy that raised the song. He was singing Osana, Osana, Osana in the highest. So immediately the song got to my hearing. My spirit picked up the song. So I was now, my spirit you, was So your calling. spirit picked up the song? Yes, my okay. spirit immediately picked up the song. So I was now imagining in my mind of mind that Osana in the highest. So I was now painting a picture in my head, in my subconscious head. I was imagining a, 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 a God sitting on the throne. Now, pause he was, now, please. He was wearing a very now, white abada. I was now, hold on, ma, hold picturing on. what the, Are you with the, me, the song hold on, was hold on, saying hold on. in my mind. Now, listen. Listen. The part I want you to know is that, do you know that that time she was engaging her mind, somebody else will just be chewing chingum and be doing something else, pressing food. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, the, the angel of God had come to attend to her. But I'm trying to let you know that breakthrough don't just happen. Preparation must meet divine intervention before your breakthrough can happen. That sudden advance, if you are not looking out for it, you can't see it. So you see, the point, the first point is that she picked, she responded, but you know, the same song, others will sing it, but their mind will be on, when this service, when is it going to finish? Do you understand what I'm saying? Or somebody else will say, what's in bedroom? But you see, do you know that God, when God comes in a meeting, he comes to attend to everybody. Didn't you read in John chapter 6 or John 5? John 5. Jesus went there and the Bible said that there were, there were important people that were filled up in the place. And they saw somebody, the man saw the other man and said, carry your bed and walk. And he was just there as a fan. And they were all having issues, important people, but only one was healed. Out of the multitude of important people. Why? They were not expecting healing. Their mind was in something else. Because the Bible says that once a year, the angel comes to stir up. So no matter what was happening, they have put their mind on the angel. Not on the... Meanwhile, the angel has come and God himself had come to do something. But they were not looking forward to it. So even everything that was happening to that mind, their attention was somewhere else. December will soon come. The angel will be here. December will soon come. The, meanwhile, God has fast forward the breakthrough. Sudden advancement was taking place. But because they were not expecting it, boom, it passed them over. I pray for you today. Whatever God asks for you in this season will not pass you by. Yeah. Ma, so what then happened? So like I was saying, I just sat there. I did not even see, I was not singing the song. But my soul, my inner person was singing the song. And I was painting the picture of that Osana, highest, lifted high. I yeah. was painting it in yeah. my, in my soft school. I was weeping. All my face was full of water, my clothes. So later, the pastor just looked at my side. He just mentioned my name. He said, Mommy P. Uh, the, the Lord said I should walk all around the church seven times. That after the seventh time, I should come and roll. 
before the altar, then I should go back and sit down. Now, look at that. Even me, even when I have, honestly I forgot it, she was the one reminding me recently. I said, So you so mean I, I told you? I told you to, so God to run God. around this place. No, hold on my place. In a, she's not a small person, no. She ate one of the agencies in Lagos State. She's a director of one of the agencies in Lagos State. The last time I saw her, when she entered, everybody said, ah! everybody was that's up serious. So me, I was just like, well, at least you are starting for me too. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so, you know, well, listen to me. So, now, the first thing is humility. Humble yourself before the Lord. And he will do what? If she had carried a title on her head, do you think she would run? People that over 300 people or in our own under alone, in our own um, place that we stand up and be saluting and doing everything, then you are that's a run in the church several times. Then to now crown it all. Roll. People see what she's wearing today, say. You mean you should not roll without a rug on the floor? <laughs> but to the glory of God, she's here as a living witness. Everything took a turn around from that day till today, yes. and it will be getting better forever. Yes. Why? The sudden advancement came, but it required a response from her. Put your hand together for Jesus. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, man. Why did I have to say that to you? Because I know it in my spirit. That someone, this is your own season too. Amen. Give me my phone. Give me my phone. Let me read the testimony. We had rise to glory during the week. Some of the foolish instructions came from the Lord. What I call foolish instructions because it doesn't make sense. You know, I think it was Tuesday rise to glory. So we're praying and I said, everybody bring out your phone. I said, I'm prophesying 24 hours miracle to your phone. 24 hours miracle. Tuesday morning rise to glory. So we began to pray that within 24 hours that the God of miracle will show up. That was Tuesday. Let me be very precise. Tuesday. Yes, yes, Tuesday. So Wednesday, somebody sent in a testimony to us. They said, Dear rise to glory team, I thank God for the fulfillment of the 24-hour visitation that was prophesied to me yesterday. So the God of 24 hours showed up in my life. I applied for an international course last, some time ago, and I've been expecting feedback since last week. Several messages were sent, but with no response. Yesterday, 28th of September, according to the prophecy that we will receive favorable news on our devices within 24 hours, I got a message on my phone that my application has been granted. I could not believe it. I logged on to the platform and lo and behold, I was granted more privileges than I had applied for. Thank God for giving me my own 24 hours miracle, brother Larry. Hallelujah. This season of waiting upon the Lord, God will also give you your own miracles. Breakthrough still happens, but you have to prepare for it. And what is the mode of preparation? The mode of preparation, one of them is in the place of fasting and prayer, by deliberately making your, up your mind to seek God 
for that breakthrough. You have to seek. So when we are reading, look at it. David sought the Lord. He didn't rely on his expertise. And God said, go. And look at it. I'm reading from the Amplified Bible Classic. So verse 11. So Israel came up to Baal Perazim. And David smote the Philistine. Then David said, God has broken my enemies by my hand. Like the bursting forth of waters. Therefore, they called the name of that place Baal Perazim, Lord of Breaking Through. The God of Breakthrough is also showing up for you. Oh, your amen is not catching fire. I said, The God of Breakthrough will also show up for you. He said, I have my breakthrough. I have my breakthrough. The God of Breakthrough is still in the business. But you see, that breakthrough answer to what? Him seeking. God. He sought the Lord. He sought the Lord. So we must have a season as a people where we set ourselves aside. And what are we doing in that season? To seek God. To seek God. It's a season. We must abandon everything and say, what are you doing? He said, I am seeking God in this season. You have to be deliberate about it. You cannot leave your breakthrough to chance. If not, it will chance you out. You have to be deliberate about it. The second reason why we must fast, or, or principle of fasting, is fasting changes you and not God. Fasting changes you and not God. So people think that when we fast sometimes, we are changing God so that God will be merciful to us. Listen to me. You don't fast so that God can hear you. You fast so that you can hear God. You don't fast so that God can hear you. You fast so that you can hear God. Because God is speaking. You are the one that is distracted. You are the one that is not hearing. You see, one of the things that fasting does for you, the Bible says that to be spiritually minded is life. To be carnally minded is death. So fasting and prayer, oh, you see, it, it fine-tunes your spirit. It's like tuning your spirit to the frequency where you can hear God more clearly. Where you can hear God more clearly. Where you can hear God more clearly. Anytime you are going through a season of challenges, troubles everywhere, things are not the way it's supposed to be, the solution is already there before you got there. You are the one that have not seen it. So set yourself aside. Abstain from food. Because food only makes you to be more carnally minded. It makes you to be more fleshy minded. Then what do you do? You then begin to seek the Lord in that season. I've shared with you. When I was going to start a new company. I didn't know anything about that company. At that season of my life, I was owing. I, I did an investment. That, that, was, that was the day of stock. When we were, the stock market was booming in Nigeria. So the, I, I, the banks approached me. And there was something they called the marginal lending. So marginal lending is that you want to buy this stock. Bring 30%. We will support you with the remaining 70%. Then you'll be paying back small, small. Then when you, are, when you sell your stock... You can even pay us back. It made good sense. Because before then, I've made, I married, the money I used to do my wedding was from the profit I made from my stock. 
had bought stocks. I was dealing with the stock business. So I was so confident for my stock analysis that with the projection I've made, all these stocks will be able to, uh -uh, within one year, I will get 100%. So I borrowed the money from the bank. Within a year, the stock market nose died. Some of the stocks we bought for 48 Naira per share went to as low as maybe some of them 5 Naira, 4 Naira. So by the time you even pay the bank money finish, you can even not even sell the stock. So the stock, boom, then you are still owing. So it was a season of crisis. So one of the bank I owed was looking for me like I could not stay. I was running everywhere, running everywhere. So eventually, my business nosedived, sold everything. I was in debt, seriously. We had to go to court to just enforce my fundamental human right or something like that. But I can't go to work. It was a season of trouble for me. Nothing was working. You see, when that season comes, season of trouble is not to pull you down. It is a season where you need new direction. It means what is working, something needs to change about it. So seek God. Do you know one of the mistakes most of us make, like I was making then? When you enter into a season of financial crisis, some of the things that are cost to some of us is to go and borrow more money. No, it's not borrowing that will solve the problem. You cannot borrow your way out of debt. You need something else to help you out of that season. I shared with you in the first service, the man who also went to go and borrow money to start a poultry business bought the first 10,000 birds. After three months, the day-old chick did not grow more than one week chick. And they were eating like no man business. His projection was right. His business analysis was right. His everything, business plan, location, everything. But the problem was that these chicken were not growing. He sold all. Went to go and buy another 5,000. This time around, these ones were growing. But within one day, some evil cats invaded that potty, ate all of them, and left about 200 or 100. So he entered into a season of death again. See, there are things that happens that it's not because you are careless. Or it's not because you are lazy. Sometimes there are unforeseen factors that are playing out. But you, you are still running, going to even running, do more analysis, and you are not playing. Set yourself aside. Say, this is not normal. <laughs> this is not normal. I've gotten number five proposal, but none of them has been approved. Uh -uh. What is happening? I have finished school for some time now. I've applied there, applied there. Nothing is happening. And you're saying it's Buhari. Why in the same country? Some people are making it. Some people are making it. Stop associating with those who are always complaining. Associate with those who, who are eating the real thing. One of my friends yesterday bought acres of land in Ekwe. Said, ah, my friend, acres. Said, I'm building an estate. Those are the kind of people me I move with that will challenge me all the time. You are only moving with those who are talking failure in Nigeria. Nigeria, there is money here. Money. So going back to what I was saying. So the first mistake I made was that I was approaching that season of my life trying to help myself. The moment one plus one is not easily equal to two in your life, stop, pause, and set yourself aside and seek the face of God. The moment you begin to see some real recurrent pattern, oh God, don't do too much, Agidisa. Stop and do what? 
Seek the Lord. It took me time to understand that I should do that. The remaining money that I had, I went to go and used to sell all the other things. And I was, you know, during that time, Shell gave me a contract to build some ICT center. I built the ICT for Delta State University, Abraka. I built it in High School. Even Nizikeja ICT center, I built it. I built it. Go and find out everything. I equipped it, everything. But still, because I did not deal with the root cause, ask me, despite huge millions that I got from Shell, I cannot boast that I bought one shirt after the contract. I cannot boast that I bought one shirt. One, one. Rather, I run, I ran more into more debt after that thing. That was when my eyes opened. But you see, it was too late. But it was not too late because the, the deed had been done. That is why I'm saying, don't wait. Even if everything, you see, there's a saying that good things requires prayer. The bad one requires prayer. You don't have to wait for everything to kaput before you begin to fast and pray. You fast to sustain the one that is good. You also fast to deal with the one that is not going well. Is somebody with me? What I did not know in that season of my life was that God was trying to tell me that it's time to change direction. So I was still doing this is the way. This is the way. So finally I took about one, five days of intense marathon fast. And there was only one thing I was asking God for. What is the way out? This, this thing is not normal. Every predicament has a way out. It is you that have not understood what the way is. He said there is nothing you go to that God does not know about. There is nothing that confronts you that heaven does not know about. Before you were born, God had already seen that problem. There is no problem you enter that God has not seen it before you enter. So he has already made a way of escape for you. All you need to do is to tune your spirits to hear what God is saying in that situation. When I separated myself, Lord, what is the way out? Day one, nothing was said. Day two, nothing was there. Day three, nothing was there. On the fourth, I think day three or fourth day, then the Lord said to me, it is time to change your business. Say what? He said, this business you are doing is going to be ineffective after some time. So, change and follow this direction. I said, which one? Then I saw the Apple logo. I said, Apple is going to be in the Nigerian market soon. Go. I said, Lord, boy, you see, I did Windows computer. I did all my computer science. They didn't teach me Apple in school. We have never... I said, God said, I will help you. I will help you was what I started the second venture with in the place of fasting and prayer. Did God help me? Of course. It's been over 12 years after that incident. God is helping me. God is helping me. Is somebody with me? He's helping me. When I went back to that place, I changed the signboard of the place. I said to the guys, we are no longer, this one is, I said, we are not doing this. I said, sir, okay, how are we going? I said, God said he will help me. I remember when people would bring the computer, they would bring the iPad or whatever. You need equipment. I don't have equipment. I will take it to my office. You heard me say it before. Some of you are hearing me say it for the first time. And I will say, Lord, you said you will help me. So I will begin to pray. I will pray and pray and pray. Several computer that I ever first fit was with a slap. I'm on, that, I'm on the other side. I would not lie. Bah! And the computer will wake up. You know, it sounds mad. 
to the intelligent years. But you see, when you are dealing with God and he wants to help you, even when people hear, they will say you are lying. Because it's not a man factor, it's a God factor. God does not make sense, he makes faith. He's a faithful God. One day, you see, the glue of Apple computers they use on their screen, you need what we call a suction cup to be able to pull it, that screen out before you replace it. I was replacing that screen without that tool because I don't have it. I was just using my ATM card to separate it. And I told somebody one day, said, lie, lie. And if the guy betted with me that if I remove it, he will give me something. And I said, hey, I told my boss to, to bring me ATM card. I went to now show. I tried to do it in front of him. The screen broke. And he said to me, I told you it's not possible. You are lying. That was when I realized that what was happening was a miracle. It was not sense. Because I thought it was just normal. But I realized that it was just God helping me, helping me to raise capital without borrowing again. Because I have lost my credit worthiness. Nobody was going to borrow me money. I was no longer credit worthy among friends. among love. Nobody will ever borrow me money in that state. Is somebody with me? Today, even when I had to travel to America, he's still by himself. To now become the first Apple certified technician in Nigeria, he's still by himself. When I got that certification, I came, no, no, nobody in the commercial industry in that business had it in Nigeria at that time. But you see, it started by setting myself aside. And seeking the Lord. I am propelling you in this season. Nobody eats their way into destiny. You cannot eat and see breakthrough. You must pay the price of fasting and praying. In this season, God is helping you. In this season, the grace of God is coming on you. You see, it, it, it just changes you as a person. It humbles you. Let me give you the scripture for that one. Psalm 35 verse 13. It says, but as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sacred. I humbled my soul with fasting and my prayer returned not into, into my home bosom. Finally today. Fasting and prayer is a platform for spiritual empowerment. Thank you. Thank you. Fasting and prayer is a platform for spiritual empowerment. Luke chapter 24 verse 49 says, And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. You need power. You need power. And there's a level of power you can only contact in the place of fasting and prayer. Jesus, for 30 years, no miracle. Jesus, for 30 years, nobody could hear of him. But in Luke chapter 3, the Bible says, he was baptized and the Lord said to him, this is my beloved son in whom I am what? Well placed. Luke chapter 4 verse 1, the Bible says, and Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Galilee and was driven by the spirit into the wilderness. You know what? Being full of the Holy Ghost is not enough. There is next level result. You need power. 
So even though Jesus had the Holy Spirit, look at him, the same Spirit drove him. Oh boy, it is time to fast. And the Bible says he was in that place for 40 days. 40 days. 40 days. And he had nothing. But do you know something? After that season of fasting for 40 days, the next thing you will read of Jesus is in verse 14. And the Bible says, and Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost. No, sorry. Verse 14. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. Power was mentioned in his life. He returned in the power of the Spirit. Then verse 33 then says, And in the synagogue there was a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil and cried out with a loud voice. Jesus did not touch him. That he now had power. The evil spirit cried out and Jesus said, Come out of him. And Jesus rebuked him, verse 35, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the evil spirit had thrown him in, in the midst, he came out of him and hurt him no more. The first time we ever heard that evil spirit came out was after Jesus fasted. Am I making it a theory? I'm just telling you what happened. No wonder when the disciples now wanted to cast out an evil spirit, the people who have not been fasting, what did he tell them? He said, this kind goeth not, but by fasting and prayer is not English language. There are some issues in your life that English will not solve. Oh, Lord, Lord, you know, you know, it's, it's got to be done. It's got to be done. Oh, Lord, my Father, I thank you. It's got to be done. It's got to be done. It's got to be done. You know, you know, I'm now 35 years. And then I'm, I'm still struggling to, to get my admission. My Father, my Father, I know your accent is good. Oh, I know your accent is good. You've got the accent, sister. You've got the accent, brother. You've got a good accent. You see, we can know that you have the, you have the phonetics, you have the accent, you have the English, you have the grammatical functioning properly you you are not having any grammatical tautology or malfunctioning or repair or mechanical whatever but listen to me all those ones demon no goibo demons do not hear language they only answer to power jesus rebuilt the disciples were there come on it's no shout. It's authority. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost. First, that is Luke chapter 4 verse 1. With the Holy Ghost. The second was Luke chapter 4 verse 1. And with power. So, if you are speaking in tongues and your life is not changing, that means your tongue lacks power. Fast and pray. Fast. And what? Pray. From tomorrow is our 21 days. We are breaking 1, 1 p.m. every day. Do you know what it's going to do for you? 21 days is enough to cultivate a new habit. There is no way you'll be breaking 1 p.m. and praying every day. That number one, your, something will not change in your mind. It's about forming new spiritual habits. That's number one. Number two, do you know that most people will be waiting till around December before they will start setting their goals? They will start planning for 2023 in December. It's too late. That's the general thing. Why don't you take it forward? Start sitting down from October and start thinking, making your projections. Start writing down. Start imagining 2023. Start asking yourself, where would I be in 2023? People are still doing other things. You are started sitting down and you are planning ahead, planning ahead, planning ahead, 
planning ahead, making all the things, fasting about 2022 and also fasting about 2023. You have started making your goal, researching about the thing, consulting. If there is a training you need to go for now, you start going for the training. So by January, when people are now still trying to figure out, you have already started executing the thing. It is wrong for you to start waiting from January to start praying about January issue. I'm telling you, start now. These 21 days is not for anything. That's why we are not, we say, just, it's just for you to decide, Lord, give me direction for the new year. Lord, how would you want this place to head? Give me direction. What way do you want me to take in 2023? How should I go about it? Then you write it. That's why I tell you that as you are fasting from tomorrow, get a new writing book. If you are using digital device, create a new folder. Everything, every dream that God is showing you, put it down. Begin to seek clarification. Start now. Keyboardies, can you can you play something for me, please? Start now. What are we praying for? The empowerment of heaven. What are you praying for? You are praying for direction. What are you praying for? You are praying for clarity. What are you praying for? You are praying for breakthrough. Lord, empower me for that sudden advancement. It will happen. In this season, I see God coming through for you. In this season, I see God coming through for you. In this season, I see God coming through for you. In this season, I see God coming through for you. In this season, I see God coming through for you. Every day by 1 p.m., you see us. I'll go live on my Facebook handle. 30 minutes is every day for this. It won't be more than 30 minutes. If I know most of you will be at work. What are we doing at that 30 minutes? We are just praying together. Oh Lord. Tuesday evening service will pray long. 6.30 to 8. But every day, 30 minutes, we pray. You go and, it's just, it's still your breakfast and lunch. You just eat it together and run after that one when we finish praying by 30 minutes. It's not something that we are making hard. But it's to redirect your mind in the midst of your busy schedule. To start tuning your heart to hear properly from God. 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 I pray for somebody that these three weeks, these three weeks will be your own week for divine visitation. These three weeks will be your own week for a turnaround. I engage in one of the fasts. One of the billionaires in Nigeria today, my is my good friend. If I mention his name here, you know. Even as of this week, we still communicate. But I remember the day I met him. You see, that is why I said, when you tune, when the opportunity comes, this man, his house is just by the defense house. Only, only how many people can build a house by the defense house in Nigeria? Multi-billionaire. Top billionaires in Nigeria. But the day I met him, casually like this, was he didn't introduce himself. I didn't know him. I didn't know who he was. His was. But something just knew. You see, you when you when you are fasting, that is why I said it just clears your mind. It clears your mind because you are now being empowered not by food power but by spirit power to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is what I can't say more than this. But my prayer for you 
is that in this season, God will empower you. God will empower you. Your, your stomach will not lord over you. God will empower you. I said God will empower you. You see, somebody that your career, you are going to experience a sudden turn around in it. There is somebody here, that issue has embarrassed you for so long. In the next 21 days, I don't know who you are, but heaven is taking that disgrace away from you. Heaven is taking that disgrace away from you. Heaven is intervening on your behalf. Heaven is intervening on your behalf. Weeping may endure for a night, but your joy is coming now. Your joy is coming now. Your joy is coming now. In the name of Jesus. Every man knows that there is a price. Nothing leaves the market without you paying for it. Nothing leaves the crown of God without you paying. So I want you to pray for yourself. Say, Lord, in these 21 days, grace me, empower me huh? to fast. Listen to me. Listen, I'm sharing a testimony with you. Recently, the, the devil attacked me with ulcer about three months ago. I could not sleep in the night. It would be as if there's fire in the, under my chest like this. That thing was holding me. So I asked, what to live? By seven o'clock in the morning when I wake up, I said, if you have not eaten, it would be as if something was there. I said, no, you have come from hell. You have come from hell. My, in the night like this, I will wake up my wife. I will hold my heart like this. I have to go to the bedroom. <laughs> this kind went not. From whence you came is whence you will go back. I remember when I don't do it if it is not the Lord. Because normally some, some, I have to put cardiac there. Lord, what is the way forward? I'm too young for this. So you want to kill my entire ministry. What is the way forward? There is always a way out. If you can be patient and separate yourself, it would dwell in the secret place. There is a place of power. There is a place of receiving instruction. We are too busy. That is our problem. We are too busy. And the Lord also laid on her fast. Ah, but if I go even fast. So you see, normally when you have such thing, you ought to be eating like voraciously. By the grace of God, I fasted that thing. I'm able to this last week and fasting. It went back to air where it came from. What is the name of the sickness? There is no sickness in heaven. And Jesus said, as it is in heaven, let it be on what? On earth. Your life must be heaven on earth. There is no poverty in heaven. Your marriageable age, delay has come. God created you for marriage. It has to happen. All I'm saying is that the kingdom of God suffered the violence, and the violence does what? Take it. This is your own season for testimony. As we enter these 21 days, I want to enter it with a determination. Lord, something has to change. Now, let me share something with you. You heard the testimony I shared in the first service when we were living in the Madrid. When we were living in that one room, no bed, no chair, only church chair, sleeping on the floor. We can't open the room. Everything was so hard. And I said to my wife, we have to leave this one room. Enough is enough. This thing is not adding to us as pastors. 
nowhere as in every of our load was just inside that world. We embark on a 21 days fast without food. On the 18th day, listen to I did not hear God say, I have answered your prayer. But I said, I shall know that I cannot do 21 days marathon fast and nothing will happen. So I told my wife, I said, no, I'm not. Well, let's, where do you want to live? Say, we want, I want to live in an estate. Say, let's go and look for the estate around. So we went. Alagba Estate, uh, Sunshine Estate, Maplewood. When I enter Maplewood, I know that there are houses and there are house. I saw water heater. I saw chandelier. I saw good security. Third road. Estate. My children can ride myself. I said, this is where I want to live. I told the landlord, give me one week. I'm a man of God. Give me one week, I will come back. He said, are you sure? I said, okay, because I'm a minister too. And, and we went back. Then we went that night. That, see, I'm trying to let you know that you don't need to hear something that my son, my daughter, just follow what he's telling you to do. Obedience is better than what? Sacrifice. By the time I went, I, th- I told my wife we prayed that night. The next morning, it was running into several, some huge amount. I don't want to begin to wet somebody's appetite. But you see, you know, go and find out how much the rent house in Mapu would say. All right. A lot of money. We did two days. The money was completed in our hands. We paid for it. There was no single furniture. I said, let us go to the family. We collected all the furniture, the dining table, uh, chair, uh, everything we needed. We collected it. Lord, I think it was day 20. 20. Lord, uh, you, you cannot provide a house and we will go there with the church here now. What's up, Father? And this, the money for the We moved in there with, the, we did not take any old furniture into the house. Everything was brand new. What if we have not fasted and prayed? What if we keep saying excuses? Will I remain there? Your next level is just a fasting and prayer in way. And I pray for you. Let me tell you why this fasting and prayer is special. Before we pray. This is not in our calendar for this year. This one we are doing for Monday. We did not plan for it. We've been having vigil here for some time. We've been praying. It came to me about two weeks. That's why it's coming. You didn't see that we did not plan for it. And you see, when you see God telling you something you didn't plan for, it's because he's up to something new. He's the master. It may not be for everybody, but what is happening from tomorrow is for somebody. I may, it may be, I don't know who it is for. Maybe it's your season of healing, it's your season of financial breakthrough, it's your season to overcome delay. But I know that whatever, when God says, I, am, I have come to town, miracle must answer. So I want you to pray for yourself, my Father, my God, in this fasting and prayer, enable me to participate. Remember me, O oh God. Give me the grace to participate effectively. And Lord, show up even as I call upon you. Pray for yourself. Lift your voice and pray for yourself. Everywhere, cry unto God. In these 21 days, Lord, I am praying unto you, Lord, that you will empower me and grace me to fast effectively as we wait upon you. As I cry unto you, Lord, I thank you because my season of visitation has come. My season of open heaven has come. My season of open has come. I claim it that this fasting and prayer is for me. It's 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 for me. 
is for me. The Lord will remember me in this 21 days. Oh Lord, remember me. Remember me now. Cry unto God as I engage in this fasting and prayer. Lord, remember me. Lord, remember me. Usher me into a new season of my own testimony. Usher me into my season of breakthrough as I engage in this fasting and prayer. Help me, Lord. Usher me, Lord, into my own season of breakthrough. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Let me be ushered into my own season of breakthrough. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Lift up your hands. Father, when you reveal, you redeem. You are the one that have called this season for us. You are the one that have led us, impressed us to go in this journey. Naturally, we will have waited till January. But we are ready, Lord, for what you want to do. Now I pray for every lifted hands. Whatever represents a desire in your heart today. Whatever represents your heart cry. Whatever represents a burden in your heart. Whatever has made you cry. Whatever has brought tears to your eyes. Whatever represents a mountain of a stubborn situation in your life that have refused to move. I pray for you today. That in these three weeks, God will show up on your behalf. Amen. God will show up on your behalf. Amen. My God that remembered me, the Lord of who is my helper, even by the testimony I shared before you today, that same God in this season will show up in your own life. Amen. That same God will step in on your own behalf. Amen. That same God will arise and help you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Every challenge that entered October with you, every troubling situation that entered this month with you, in this 21 days you shall see them no more. Amen. In this 21 days, you shall see them no more. Amen. In this 21 days, you shall see them no more. Amen. For those who need new ideas, direction for what or what to do, direction for next level results, I pray for you that as you wait upon him, may you receive divine direction. Amen. You will know what to do. Amen. The Lord will show you what to do. Amen. Your season of confusion is over forever. Amen. Your season of confusion is over forever. Amen. Your season of confusion is over forever. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Every mindset that may resist what God wants to do in your heart. May man say, how can I? The man did not even come out to pray for me. But he rather sent that man to tell me to go and take my back. No, I'm going back home. But that little girl said, Ah, sir, you have come all the way. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Now I pray for you. Every mindset that wants to stand against the instruction of God in this season in your life, 
any mindset that wants to exalt itself against the knowledge of God in your life to deprive you of what God wants to do in the name of Jesus I pull down that stronghold. Amen. I pull down that stronghold. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Receive the grace for humility. Amen. Receive the grace to obey. Amen. Even when it does not make sense, may you receive the grace to obey. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray for you all that none of you will miss out of the agenda of God in this three weeks. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. My father, say when you seek me, you will seek me. Say we will find you when we seek you with all our hearts. As we set ourselves to seek you with all our hearts in these three weeks. Oh father, help us to find you. Amen. Show yourself strong and happy. Amen. Everyone saying amen today. Within the next 21 days, may your old testimony show forth. Amen. The Lord will disgrace that challenge before you. Amen. The Egyptians you see today, you shall see them no more. Amen. Every embarrassing situation, turn to your old testimony. Amen. God is turning things around in your favor. Amen. This tenth month of the year is your month of divine visitation. Amen. The Lord will remember you this month. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. It is so. Amen. In Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. Come on, put those hands together. Say, it is my turn for visitation. It's my turn. Say, it's my turn for divine visitation. It's my turn for divine Hallelujah. Put those hands together for Jesus. Before you are seated, if you are using